hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. All right, welcome to another episode of the Green Top Outdoors podcast. I have three guests with me today, and I'm going to introduce each and every one of them. But first, we're going to talk about the topic. We're talking 556 versus 223 today. First, Justin Boyd was joining us. Justin, how are you? I'm doing well, Hunter. How are you? Good, man. We've been, you've been on before, mm-hmm. you and Robbie. Sure have. Um, good to be back. Uh, yeah, good to have you back. And uh, Zach, Zach Shebish, first time on the podcast, right, Zach? Yeah, first time. First time. And uh, Garen, Garen, you've been on this before. Oh man, it's been a while, but it's good to be back. That's right. Yeah, because you've been you've been away for a little while. You were. You, you were in school. Yeah, yeah. I was in. Uh, I was actually in prison, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no I was uh, in the academy for a little while, firefighter academy. So, yeah, back, uh, back in the saddle. Nice. Yeah, we. I think we actually joked about you. Uh, we were wondering at what stage of the academy you were at. At one point, were you uh, at the part where they teach you how to play video games, or the part where you learn how to cook? Like we it's, couldn't uh, figure out where, where you were. It's pretty early because that's actually essential in firefighter <laughs> development. Video games. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to know how to do it. Hand you know? eye, hand eye coordination. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're getting into. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today, and that is a, a very common question we get, uh, Justin. Zach, Garen, y'all probably get it a lot too. Is what is the what the hell's the difference between two two three and five five six? And it's not a dumb question because I don't know, like I think I think there's never a there's no such thing as a dumb question in a gun store, right? But I'd agree, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a very common question and it's a very good question because yes, there is a difference, but there kind of isn't at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess if um, the way we'll we'll look at it is. Justin, if uh, if you were five five six and Garen, you're two two three. Yep. You could just kind of tell me a little bit about yourself, and we can try to figure out what the main differences are. And then Zach, Zach's a Zach's a fan of. Uh, go ahead, Zach. You tell tell us what you're a fan of. Well, you know, I'm a fan of five five six. It's done a lot of people a lot of good, but I also really like uh, the Eastern European option of five four five by thirty nine. And it's a it's it's a very uh, underrated cartridge. Well, I think the world is waking up really quick to uh, 545 because uh, when you turn on the news, both sides of the war is uh, primarily using that caliber. Right. Both and uh, we'll get into that, too, because, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the cost on 556 and 223 and availability, which has been it's been tough it's right. as, of, as of late. And uh, there's a reason for that. And we'll get into that, too. But uh, first, let's just uh, talk about the, the 556. NATO, uh, which was developed, uh, believe it or not, it was twenty or twenty or so years after the two two three was developed yep. by NATO. So I think it went into came in around nineteen eighty or so. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, and it's primarily the um, what most uh, rifles are chambered in in an AR fifteen platform these days, right? Typically, yeah. Okay. There's a, there's some other chamberings you see like two two three wild, which is essentially a match five five six chambering. Um, your Daniel defenses, FNs, you know, Smith and Wesson MMPs. A lot of the rifles we sell here will be chambered in five five six. Yep. And they can accommodate either cartridge. A two two three is fine to shoot in your five five six chamber all day long. Uh, I kind of look at the two as like if we were buying gas, right? Two two three would be your eighty seven unlighted, yeah, and 
five five six would be your ninety three high octane stuff that you're going to get the best that's, performance. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, most guns are designed around five five six specifically when it comes to the gas port, so they're going to run reliably with that the most consistently. Yep. That said, um, manufacturers take into account that two two three is going to be used as well, so yeah. they'll size gas ports appropriately to be able to run that in okay. conjunction. So, and and I think with the five five six chamber, is it is it point one two five inches? longer i believe than mm-hmm. a, than a 223 chamber yes the lead is a little bit longer to accommodate more overall length in the cartridge there's more powder packed behind the bullet so you yep. got to be able to do that so you, it's a higher pressure round mm-hmm. um and then a 223 being a lower pressure round was well it was originally designed to be chambered in the m16 right mm-hmm. um when uh what's his name was it stoner Eugene, from, Eugene, Eugene Stoner. Stoner from from Armalite designed uh, made that design. Mm-hmm. Um, so, along with five five six and two two three, obviously there's a lots of bullet weights that you can go with, and that has really changed over the years. I mean, it used to just be, uh, I guess back then, well, fifty five or sixty two grain was basically yeah, it. Yeah. But now you got stuff all the way up to seventy seven. Oh yeah, um, I would say like Nam era leading up to. Desert Storm, 55 grain was predominantly what you'd see. Yeah, that's um, what the 223 was made on, was a 55 yep. grain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly right. And, uh, you know, 62 grain kind of took over after the fact as, like, the U.S. military's default ball ammo. Yep. Um Since then, we've seen 77 grain variants, 5.56. The uh, I think the military designation is Mark 262, so MK 262. Um it's a 77 grain OTM precision round. You know, the kind and of OTM means open op- tip match. Open or? tip match. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. A lot of people ask that question too. Um, so switching gears going over to 223, you know, you're talking about a, uh, a caliber that was um, predominantly popular for varmint hunters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and it was a, it was big within the military. Right. Uh, you know, of course, before the 223 was the 762 by 51, which is who wants to who wants to yeah. take that one? So I'll jump in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're talking about 223 versus 556 and how 556 is a higher pressure than 223. So on another caliber that has sees widespread military use along with hunting use would be the comparison of 308 versus 762 by 51 NATO. Yeah. Right. Except it's the opposite. Right. 762 by 51 is actually lower pressure than a 308. So for instance, I have a SCAR 17. So and I run a SCAR 17 suppressed. So if I put a bunch of commercial grade hot hunting 308 ammo, I'm going to damage my gun. So, uh, you know, if you're shooting like a, if your gun's chambered in 7.62 by 5.1, it's best to stick to that caliber because a lot of commercial eight, uh, 308 is going to be too hot. Right. It can damage your yep. gun. So, uh, and it's kind of the, like you said, it's kind of the, the same thing except, except just just opposite. Just opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into 2.23, you know, you've got a, um, uh, lower pressure chamber, which um, I think it was what's a what's a two two three um, Garen? Is it uh, what was it fifty five thousand psi? It sounds about right. Let's see here. Uh, maximum pressure is going to be fifty five thousand. Fifty five thousand. Yep. Where um, the five five six is at fifty eight thousand. So, uh, what, what's what could be catastrophic? Uh, and, and this is one of the, the don'ts, is if you have a 
223 chamber, putting a 556 in that chamber really drives the pressure up, right? Which could damage the shooter, could damage the gun, could damage, you know, a lot of things. Um, that's why it's not recommended on doing it now. I'm sure people do it all the time, and I'm sure there's there's not there, there's no catastrophic uh, issues with it, but th- th- it is highly recommended not to do that. Right. Um, but the 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 two two three is uh, just being the low pressure. I mean, you can it's 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 highly sought after as being a very reloadable caliber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very versatile. Uh, we'll get into the twist rates and stuff like that here shortly. But um, what else can you tell us about the two two three, Garen? So basically, it came around uh, because the military wanted a small caliber, high velocity uh, round. So uh, a couple guys out there started testing the two twenty two um, from Remington, and basically ended up coming out with the two two three. I think Winchester and Remington both got on the project uh, on the project originally, but Remington ultimately uh, came out with the two two three rem. And like I said earlier, it was based off the 55 grain round. Uh, they wanted something over 3,000 feet a second. And originally, um, I guess we took it into combat in Vietnam. And at that time, we still had guys using 762 mm-hmm. um, And they had some issues you know, with their original M16s. And uh, guys didn't really like that caliber in the jungle just because you know, that velocity hitting brush, it's really not a brush caliber. Right. Uh, but fortunately, it's to the test of time and eventually you know, trickled down to the civilian market where you got your varmint hunters, your groundhog hunters, your coyote hunters. And I mean, still today, most of your predators, hunters out there are using a two two three or something very similar. Vast majority, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's very versatile. Um, and I, mean, I guess we can talk uh, about bullet weights and, and twist straights, too, because they've, they've come a long way, too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, generally, you know, um, if it, take a pick. Anybody want to get into twist straights, go go ahead, jump right in here. Sure. Go right ahead, Justin. Yeah, man. Um, most of your... Most of your like five, five, six carbines that are available on the market today are going to be a one and seven, simply because a one and seven will best accommodate all of your projectile weights between like fifty-five up to seventy-seven, and maybe even a little heavier than seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives the end user like endless options when it comes to practice ammo, defensive ammo, you know, target ammo, stuff like that. So. So just to add to Justin's point, when you're shopping for an AR and, you know, you might be wondering, man, what's the difference between this $700 Smith & Wesson and this $2,000 Daniel? Uh, When you're shopping for ARs, it'll say the twist rate on the barrel. Typically, yeah. And a lot of your cheaper, more entry-level ARs are going to be a 1 in 9 twist. So that 1 in 9 twist is going to do great for, like, you know, cheaper two two three fifty five grain uh, M one ninety three, but it might you're going to see a significant drop in performance with a heavier bullet. Well, mm-hmm. Justin was saying, you know, with a one and seven twist, all your premium manufacturers like FN Daniel, uh, BCM Colt, LWRC, you're you're never going to see a one and nine twist on you know an LMT or a BCM, but you're. You know, for the money, um, one in seven twist is really what you're after for most people. Yeah, because it's the it is the most versatile way yeah. to go. Because you're going to want something that's going to be able to, you know, accommodate all those different barrel we- uh, mm. bullet weights. Yeah. Right. If, um, you're, uh, if your gun says one in nine twist, it's not a mil spec gun. So that goes into like the mil spec question too, where like all the military barrels are going to have that one in seven. But mm-hmm. if you do have a one in nine twist, um, you know, typically or ideally, 
your 55 grain stuff is probably going to work the best. There's still quite a few good options in that category. I mean, Barnes makes a 55 grain TSX. Oh, yeah. That is absolutely great. Nasty. Very, yeah. Nasty I mean, a 3,000 plus foot per second bullet that's going to hold together when it hits something is ideal for the coyote coyote hunter or even somebody looking to use it for self-defense. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, when you you get... Uh, primarily, what you see in the the NATO stuff is the sixty two grain. That's that that's the NATO bullet weight. Is mm-hmm. that is that correct? Yeah, the uh, I think like the standard issue, the M eight fifty five A one, like the standard issue military ball round right now is a sixty two grain projectile. So, yeah, yeah. So the 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 number designation there, um, eight eight XM eight fifty five. Mm-hmm. Then you got XM one ninety three. XM one ninety three would be your fifty five grain. Mm-hmm. Eight fifty five is your sixty two grain, typically green tip. Yep. Um, what's up with green tip? There's a steel penetrator in that round. Um, for any customers listening, that's a lot of the reason why we typically won't allow it yep. at ranges. Uh, it just taking the risk with a penetrator and making it through the berm is just not not something that uh, we want to contend with, and not something you want to contend with either. So, right. yeah, as long as you stick to 55 grain projectiles, you're good indoor or outdoor. Um, 855 is great for stashing. You know, it's great for plinking away at paper outside, but. Um, Shoots the same. I mean, it's gonna, it's, gonna, it's basically going to shoot the same. Uh, you know, some I don't know. I've, I've never really tested my Daniel, um, but I, I'm sure it shoots 62s just as good as the 55s. Right. Right. Um, my, I, uh, I know it. I know it nails 69s, man. I mean, oh, it yeah. loves 69s. The heavy stuff. 69 is a uh, that's a money bullet weight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, we talked about, you know. What would happen, uh, you know, shooting a two-two-three? I mean, shooting a five-five-six in a two-two-three chamber, you know, because typically a lot of your bolt-action guns now are going to be chambered for two-two-three. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that you find a bolt-action chamber in five-five-six. I think, in fact, Ruger. They do an American. American. Yep. Mossberg. They do an American. Patriot too. That's right. Yeah, Mossberg does the Patriot too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for for somebody that wants to. To kind of mimic what you're doing in a gas gun to a bolt gun, that's that's a good option because right. they're both good shooting rifles. Oh yeah. Um, but typically, a lot of your bolt guns are going to be chambered in two two three two two three Remington. Yep. Um, what about uh, what else? Uh, what else did we miss? Did we miss anything between these two? Uh, I think we hit it. I mean, the biggest, the bit, like you said, the biggest difference can be your pressure, and then just the slightly thicker case on uh, mm-hmm. your five five six. And uh, price. Typically, you can get two two three a little bit cheaper than five five six. That's a very good point. So that is a very good point. The, yeah. the yeah. main important thing there, uh, any customers listening, is the most important thing is that you actually shoot and you actually train. So let's be real. If we're shooting paper uh, out to a hundred, none of this really matters. Um, if you're shooting for speed up close, uh, just buy as much cheap two two three as you can, mm-hmm. and don't worry about it, and get the time on range. For, for anybody listening, if, if you really want to get a realistic idea as to what your AR-15 is capable of from an accuracy perspective, pick up some heavy for caliber OTMs and, you know, shoot a group at 100 and see what it does. Yeah. I guarantee you'll be very surprised yeah. by the results. And, you know, you can find that just about anywhere um, in any brand. Well, any good uh, – like, uh, Burgers are prime example. Burger, their, the, their 77 OTM is, oh yeah. is a lights-out. Brown yeah. man, it's like buying 
custom reloaded ammo. It's it really, really good stuff. And, it, and the price is not bad at all. It's very, very consistent. It's very clean burning. Yep. Um, the Federal Gold Medal Match 73 grain. Yes. I've tried those personally, and they're awesome. Yep. Uh, Anything Black Hills. BHA, oh, yeah. yeah. BHA is awesome. Yeah. Um, IMI Razor Core is awesome. As far as our other stuff we have in store, the especially for guys that are like balling on a budget, any of the Hornady match rounds, the oh, yeah. Hornady Frontier hatch, match rounds, they're great. Yep. There's a, uh, there's a group stapled up on our uh, bulletin board over at ARs that I shot. It's easily sub-inch, and I shot that with like a... 14.5 of the one day. Nice. I mean, they're... Yeah, and Boyd's 14.5's barrel has probably seen better days. So. Yeah, that thing, it's got... I've got like 20,000 yeah. rounds through the pipe. Right. I mean, that thing, well, that, that thing started out. So when you shoot groups, how many how many rounds do you shoot in a group? Typically, I'll do five. Five? Okay. Um, for like any sort of like zero confirmation stuff or anything like that, if, if I'm really trying to like maximize my time and save ammo, I'll do three. Yeah. But uh, I, I just feel like five is... Five is very. I, that's that's typically what I would say is is your 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 best. Uh, some guys would would say that ten ten is where where you need to be. And I mean, to, you could almost have another whole podcast on trying to figure that out. Oh right? yeah, God. for sure. But uh, <laughs> no, five is a great is a great way to go. Mm-hmm. But like you bring up a good point. If you haven't tried it, you you really should. And mm-hmm. I mean, in any of these brands, just you know, whenever you're here or wherever, you know, pick up a box and try it because. A lot of people think that an AR is just one of those things that I'm going to buy it just because the government says I can't, mm-hmm. I can't have it, and I'm just going to squirrel it away or just keep it for doomsday or whatever. But no, man, that those things can shoot, man. It's I mean, a, even it's if a it's a, even if it's an entry level gun, see what it's capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, try it out. Even if it's a one and nine twist barrel versus a one and seven. Well, those, oh, yeah. those one and nine, they shoot, man. Yeah, they'll they'll still yeah. they'll still groove. They will rock don't, and roll. Don't, don't, don't don't get get dude, I used to have a sport too that shot lights out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But yep. you know, then I stepped up in the Daniel world. And there's no going back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Once true. you got a gun with a Daniel <laughs> barrel in it, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. very very impressed with mine. I'm very yeah. happy with it. Um, so we we mentioned this ammo. We mentioned Black Hills especially. Black Hills has kind of been uh, non-existent, um, and there's a reason for that. Big reason, <laughs> um, because uh, you know Black Hills supplies a ton of ammo to the federal government. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Spe- know, specifically to the units that are actually being deployed. Right, and and that's a that's when, when it's very difficult to get your hands on Black Hills ammo in the last few years Mm -hmm. we'll say we'll go back as far as 2019 um we just recently got a bunch of 75 boattail hollow points in i believe we did i forgot about that so that that was good now the price has gone up on that stuff just like it has in the 556 in fact i think i can't remember if what we had came in as 556 or 223 but either way i I think it's 223 yeah i think Um, it is 223 regardless of the fact i would still try it in your 556 great yeah it's great stuff but so there's there's obviously something going on in Eastern Europe right now that's that's affecting uh, the ammo world, mm-hmm. um, it, whether you whether you believe it or whether you know it or not. But yeah, yes, five five six ammo, two two three ammo recently has been uh, expensive. It has not really come down in price like we've seen nine mil and twenty two and a lot of the other calibers. But um, what's your guys' take on this? What have you guys been hearing? Oh man. Um. I think Zach Scott probably got the best input on that. Uh, how do I put this? Um, probably the most brutal uh, conflict of any of our lifetimes is raging right now. And uh, wars take up a lot of ammo, all kinds. Um, the thing is, so 
Uh, both sides are predominantly using Soviet surplus rounds, but due to uh, Uncle Sam, uh, Ukraine is getting a lot of help, uh, and some of that help is in the form of small arms and ammo. So a lot of shipments are getting sent to people actually using them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard that the the surplus that, that our military uses here is getting depleted because of what's going there, <laughs> right. which then in turn requires more orders to federal, Black Hills, whoever. Uh, and then also, uh, what happened with the Lake City plant, uh, yeah. Justin? I mean, um, months ago, Joe Biden told Lake City essentially that they had to shut down commercial sales for the most part. Um, I'm sure most of you that shoot and have been shooting ARs for a while understand what Lake City means to that particular segment of the gun community. They supply a lot of 5.56, the overwhelming majority of it, and they haven't been making any, which is a lot of the reason why you see less of it on the shelf. Or they haven't been making any for for us. For us, for us. us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, that's a, it's been a it's been a long time since I've seen bulk mm. Lake City stuff. I've I've seen stuff. On, I mean, I follow the stuff online on a lot of the ammo district um, uh, distributors or ammo uh, ammo sales and websites and stuff. And you see stuff from like PPU, Privy Partisan, PMC, uh, PMC. Been, PMC's been pumping it out. They've been carrying the team, man. They really have. Yeah, I've been shooting a lot of PMC. And I'm gonna tell you, we, let's let's give a little shout out to PMC. Mm-hmm. X Tac Ammo, yeah. it's great, excellent yeah. stuff, man. I mean, sealed primer, crimped, really good stuff. Yeah, and they awesome. even do they do a nice, they do a good 62 grain load as well. I haven't seen them do anything heavy. Boyd, uh, not to interrupt, but Boyd, weren't you messing around with the Sig 77? Yes. How, um, how, how's that doing? Because we do seem to get some of that in. Yeah, I mean, it shoots a, shoots an inch okay. out of my fourteen five. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's on the pricier side, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Most yeah. seventy seven grain is going to be yeah yeah. Yeah, it's it performs as consistently as I would expect, like a seventy seven grain five five six. I want to say we had some thousand round packs in here. Uh, was it last week? And I think what were those going like six seventy nine, six twenty nine, six twenty nine. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, but that was that's XM right now, wasn't it? Or is it? Uh, it's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've been kind of waiting for it to come down because I want to get more. Um, I feel bad shooting any of what I have right now, but I probably got too much right now. But anyway. Um, you selling I, any? Huh? I'm not. <laughs> you but I, I'm, I'm also hesitant not to buy right now, and here's why. I think the situation's going to get worse because the, uh, from what I understand, the fighting in, in – and Ukraine is going to really accelerate in the springtime and the summertime. Mm-hmm. Who knows how bad it's going to get over there. Um, and if, if we're not seeing a lot of it right now in three months, what's the price of this stuff going to be right. or, or what's the availability? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were paying under 40 cents a round. I mean, yeah. closer to 30 cents a round. For a little while, yeah. And, you know, now we're talking. Well, now dealer prices is, is higher as 48 to 51 cents a round. Right. And this is just ball ammo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still up that high. And it's uh, and, and a lot of people don't believe that, but it really is. And yep. I think uh, our buyer, I think our buyer, Andy, I th- even think he turns down a lot of stuff sometimes. He just says, I'm, that's too much. I'm not paying that much for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. But, you know. We, we we may look back on that in yeah. two months anyway, and we should have bought it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and that's that's another rabbit hole we we could just crawl down and maybe never come out from. Uh, <laughs> you, you could legitimately do a podcast on ammo scares. Yeah. No doubt about it. You can yeah. definitely do it. So I guess to recap, um, let's do a quick recap on two two three five five six. What's the difference? 
Um, not a whole, not a whole ton of difference. Don't shoot full power five five six in your two two three chambered gun. Yeah, and don't bring eight five five into our range, green tip into our range, please, if yeah. you would. Yeah. One one more tip with the green tip guys is, uh, you know, I I have a range in my backyard now, and I have steel targets. If you guys have steel targets and you want them to last for a considerable amount of time, don't shoot green tip at them under a hundred yards. Yeah. Um, generally, yeah. I mean. Boyd, how many targets have you and I turned in Swiss cheese over the years? Quite a few. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, honestly, if you're if you're a customer and you're if you want to know what kind of five five six is reasonably priced, extremely effective, and used by the military for like fifty years, honestly, my vote goes to M one ninety three because it's cheap. It's relatively inexpensive. It's accurate. And you won't destroy the steel targets in your backyard with the 55. Yeah. And if you're just shooting paper, man, just save some money, get 223. It's not going to make that much of a difference. One thing I will say also is make sure you, just because it's 55 grain, don't zero a like, gun that you trust your life with with 223 if you're going to keep your mags loaded with 556. Uh, with 556. Five, because uh, you know it might only be a couple inches, but a couple inches at a hundred yards can be the difference between sure a hit and not a hit. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just there's be, gonna be some yeah, point be, uh, be just be aware of what you zero your gun with, and then uh, what you're actually shooting. Through. And if you're not sure about any of this, you can just come on up here and talk to any of us. We oh, can, yeah, we'll get you yeah, squared away. I would love that. I could have a conversation about this sort of stuff for hours. That's right, man. We no could. We, but I wish we, we just don't have it. Wish, Darren's yeah. got to get to the firehouse. Yeah, We're holding him up. Some cats in the trees, man. <laughs> got to go get them. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Everybody loves firefighters. Hey, man. We, you know, we eat ice cream cake and go to bed at night. It's great. <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, thanks for being here today, guys. Thanks for doing this. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those podcasts where. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things where people, you know, have always wondered what the difference is or they know there's a difference. They're just not quite sure. And they don't qu- mm-hmm. not quite understand it. It's not it's not as uh, complex as it sounds or as some people can make it sound. Um, it took us 29 minutes, I think, to 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 un- unravel it. But, Break hey, down. that's all right. It was yeah, good. Good conversation. Yeah, we summed that up pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. And um, don't forget to uh, check us out at greentophuntfish.com. Guys. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.